guys, it's Jacqueline and Alana. Welcome back for another episode of Black and Yellow, the Thanksgiving special. Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> so Thanksgiving is we're recording this the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Yes. So either you're listening to this on Thanksgiving or perhaps the day before, if Christian wanted to, Christian, our producer, decided to give all you listeners a little early. Treat. A little Thanksgiving treat something for you. Something to cook to. Something yes. to, you know, ponder Listen to if over. you're driving to your family. Yeah. If you're driving back from your family. If you are frustrated because white people are all over Whole Foods <laughs> being aggressive AF. If you don't want to go to your families. Or if you're going to a white person's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's no, talk real about. Talk. Real Let's talk. talk. <laughs> Let's just talk about what Thanksgiving. First of all. Can I just say, I'm just going to say it. Go for it. Are you ready? I know. I I think I know what you're going to say. I think traditionally Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving in general and and, and the food that comes with Thanksgiving is the most boringest, driest, widest (laughs) food entirely on its, like, it's so boring. I've never, never been a fan of turkey. I've never been a fan of cranberry and stuffing and that sweet potato marshmallow pecan thing. Um, (laughs) The green bean casserole, which is, like, more like yellow bean casserole. They put it in the oven, and it's, like, the the green bean has lost its texture. Uh, Yeah. It's weird. I've never been a big fan of casseroles in general. And do they put, like, tuna in there, too, and stuff? Or, like, chicken? It's weird. No, I don't casserole either. <laughs> it's a verb. It's a verb. Casserole's a verb. You and I do I'm not casseroling tonight. I hear you. I think that casserole is for people who don't have skills in the kitchen. Well, but I think that it used to be an artful form of cooking, and I think it was uh, oh, I see, yeah, ended I see by mean. the soccer moms. Yeah, well, like also to like the 50s, you know, like everything was canned, you know, yeah, that's so true. you like whatever get your cans, and then you'd right. open up the cans, and you would pour your cans, and then yeah. you pop it in the oven, and right. no one chopped, no one sautéed, no one grilled, no one like. The oven did the thing. Exactly. No, you know? I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Definitely. I Sorry, I hate you. No, you're fine. So here's my retort to what you said. Okay. I don't know what traditional Thanksgiving dinner is because I've never been white. I've only ever been <laughs> Really? <black. laughs> I don't know what they eat because my family's Thanksgiving dinner is off the chain. Ooh, it is all what do you, so of that. let's 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 talk about that because okay. I think black Thanksgiving is probably a little bit more exciting than Yo, white Thanksgiving. Once, Black Food Thanksgiving wise. dinners will change your life. <laughs> oh, right before I left my house, and my brother was like, I wonder what, what Thanksgiving is like at a black person's home. And I turned to my brother, and I was like, I don't know, but it must be so fun. It is so fun. <laughs> it is delicious. Oh, my God. It's just like a warm hug. It's that sort of big, embracing hug that you've always wanted. Yeah. But, like, you know, like your cold aunt might not give it to you. Right, 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 right. But we will. We don't yeah. have to know you Yeah, you get, like, all, like, in there up in those boobies. It's like so um, warm and so comforting. I gotta go, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I think on a serious tip, though, I know what you mean when you say traditional Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Like, there are some, some keystone dishes that, or I'm sorry, some touchstone dishes that... Different stone. Um, <laughs> wrong stone. Wrong stone. That are quote unquote traditional, yes. but they don't make an appearance on my family's Definitely same table. here, yeah. So like let's get into it. Yeah, let's go. Talk like turkey. Turkey is not a, the star of a black Thanksgiving. It's the star of a white Thanksgiving. Yes, white for people sure. are all frenetic so over the turkey. Do you guys eat turkey? We, we have a turkey. Okay. You know, because we keep with the tradition yeah. of, of yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. and like that's the go to protein. But it's not like, I think whereas white people really plan their turkey strategy, mm-hmm. we're kind of like, eh, we'll roast you or we'll deep fry you. But, like, Mr. Turkey is not our 
that's not the Beyonce yeah. of our dinner. Right, right, right. That would be reserved for the mac and cheese. Mm. Mac and cheese is big business Ooh, at bet. a black Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I, before I go on with this, because this is going to be a long tangent. Um, <laughs> I'm ready. Macaroni and cheese is to a black Thanksgiving what mashed potatoes and gravy are to a white oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. All right. Mashed potatoes, there's no skill there. It doesn't take skill no, to make mashed potatoes. A pound of butter, a pound right. of potatoes. Boil the potatoes. Good to go. Mash them. Yeah. Like, what you do is in the name of the dish. Literally. Yeah, and, like, let's not be fooled by, oh, I put herb, uh, herbed goat cheese in mine. Like, you you still mash potatoes. Like, you still boil potatoes. Did you make the up. cheese? Yeah, exactly. Did you exactly. milk your goat? <laughs> Did you pick the rosemary? Like, like, I don't think so. Mashed potatoes, no, 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 take a seat. Now, macaroni and cheese... In a black household, there's a lot of discussion around who makes the mac and cheese. Okay, and so who makes it? So when I was growing up, it was always my mom. Okay, is it like the head matriarch that always makes it or whoever's house it is? So it's generally whoever makes the best mac and cheese because you can't fuck up the mac and cheese. Wow, that's a... Like, you can mess up... No pressure. You can mess up the turkey. No one gives a shit. We don't give a shit. Yeah. You can overbake the ham. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You can't fuck up the mac and cheese. Okay. That is the Beyonce. I see. Of our meal. And who's the Jay Z? The the collard greens. The uh, Jay the Jay Z with the collard greens. All right. Low key, low key but necessary. Yeah. Cool, dope, go to classic. Like right. greens are the OG. Yes. Um, but with the mac and cheese, there's lots of discussion. My mom made it growing up. Okay. I, to this day, have a, a standing date to learn her mac and cheese recipe mm-hmm. because it's not written down. <gasps> Something you learn. Shh. That I know about, but I don't know how she incorporates it into the mac and cheese. Because the difference between black mac and cheese and white mac and cheese is white people put breadcrumbs on the top of their mac and cheese. Black yeah. people don't do that. What do you guys put? Now, that's the secret. Oh. Everyone has their own different way of adding crunch. I see. My mom puts fried onions. Okay. Yeah. And okay. it's bomb diggity. I can't give my mom's secret away because I, I know, know you what can't. it is. But it's Wait, you not said you too- don't know what it no, is? I do know oh, what it okay. is. But it's actually not too far off from what your mom does. Mm. But that's all I'll say. Okay. Alrighty. But yeah, like we don't put bread on bread. That's like. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. but And also too, the breadcrumbs, usually like they have no flavor. Right. So why would you going to put something that has no flavor on top of something that has a lot of flavor just to I give have, it texture? I've never understood yeah. breadcrumbs on top of mac and I've cheese. I've never understood like panko Ever. or whatever. I've never. And it's not even a lot of times too. It's like store bought panko. Right. And they don't even make their own breadcrumbs. Right. Crumbs, so you're like, just make their own bread. But there's so much bread around like the prep for hot for Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Yeah. Throw I, some that in makes the oven. Confuse even more. Pulverize it up. Right. I, 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 uh, we, we've talked about this before. Generally, mm-hmm. generally, right. specifically, <laughs> white America's cuisine is very poor. You know, I know what you mean. It's no yeah. like no knife and fork deal. It's a lot of hamburgers, sandwiches, sloppy, Handheld. whatever. Mm-hmm. Put things together, and I get it. It comes from the war. It comes from just putting things together and making meatloaf. You know, whatever it may be. But the thing is, is that it hasn't evolved as well. Well, I think that that would one could say like, well, what is white culture? Because that would inform the food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like black culture. Taiwanese culture. Yeah. We have rich histories yeah, that inform you do. our cuisine. From the South, like just, you know. But when I think of like what white food is. Yeah, what do you, what do you. I don't even know, like hot dogs. Yeah, and, and hamburgers. Hamburgers? Yeah. Potato salad? I, maybe. A lot I don't of even potatoes, know. a lot of like sandwiches and chips, like, like typical like Panera, Corner Bakery 
type of like cheesecake factory. Like, okay. I don't know. Just like, not, I don't know what not a lot of is. finesse, but like even if not, there's not a finesse. Like it doesn't have to be like French and like fancy and julienne and all right. this stuff. But like, there's not a lot of um, not a lot of uh flavor, but like. Along with food or culture comes soul and love. And I feel like black people have a lot of soul and a lot of love. Absolutely. But like you guys like reek of it. Like not reek. Whoa, wrong word. (laughs) No, I was looking because I was like, wait, so do you guys. Like you guys do too. Yeah, but I mean, you don't typically look at an Asian person and go, oh, like she's so sweet. Like she's like really nice. Black people are just like welcome you. Really? Yeah. I typically don't think i think maybe i'm thinking of like people from china hmm. but i typically find black people and latinos to be way more like like mikasa sukasa like come okay. come here sugar like i like I, i'm gonna make you some food there is that in asian culture a lot but there but i think what it is is like black people and latinos are more like physical and oh. Chinese people, like, Asians aren't very physical. Like, okay. we're very, okay. like, we don't kiss and hug and grab. And, like, okay. it's very, like, I'll feed you because I love you. And that's how I'll show you that I love you Got is it. with my food. Not a highly affectionate We're not very culture. affectionate or touch. And because I have the Latina side of me in the in my Brazilian, it's very weird for me because I'm mm. very, like, touchy. Tangible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so people, like, I don't know. It's weird. It I just I, or I like crave like when I feel much more sometimes even more comfortable in like a black person's home or in a Latina's home because there's like the touchy, there's the loudness, there's like yeah. the, that thing that I like that's loud and just like there and fun and 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 a lot of laughter. And in an, in an Asian home, it's like only after like a certain amount of alcohol oh, or you know what oh, I mean. Okay. Like it's yeah, it's fascinating. I th- I, don't quote me. It's not like everyone, but oh, generally, no. I think I understand what you're saying though. I remember. I remember being a hostess at a a barbecue restaurant. I remember the most affectionate uh, groups of people were were generally the brown people. Yeah. Black oh, yeah. people, Mexican people, yeah. Middle Eastern, and I would say Italian, I, right, right, right. And, and I would say out of the whole Asian maybe demographic would be also again the more browner Asians, like Filipinos mm. and like Thai. They're very like, Got hey, it. like come into my house, like have some beer, like let's let's eat, let's have fun. Like I, I feel like I I know from experience, right. but also just from being in like when I was in Thailand and and there, when people come into the restaurant and it's like they're Asian, but you know it, it it's just very different. Never so, thought about the affection level. Yeah, of, we should have an p- episode on that. We should. Like, what is that's that all about? That's a great episode. Yeah. That's a great title. Yeah, or, great topic <laughs> and title. <laughs> um, how did we get here? All right, keep going. So mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese. Okay, there's artistry in making mac and cheese, whereas there's oh, yeah. no artistry in mashed potatoes. There's artistry in how do you make your bechamel sauce? Mm-hmm. How do you blend your cheeses? Which cheeses, cheeses do, do you use? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. What kind of macaroni or what sort of pasta do yeah, you yeah, use? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like that sort of thing? Yeah. That's very that's specific. big business. Totally. In black households. Yeah. Now, let's talk about one of the most famous casseroles <laughs> around this time of year. Because okay. I know you and I have spoken about this. Got a lot to say. Mm-hmm. That's green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. Let me be clear. In black households, we just cook fresh green beans. We <laughs> saute them. We trim them. We saute them. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe some sauteed garlic and yeah, onion yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it i don't understand have never understood will probably never understand <laughs> and have never tasted a good green bean casserole never never in, i mean the only one that i've actually tasted was my mom but it's because she wanted to prove herself that and she your mom's a chef yeah so of course it's gonna be good um 
Yeah, I I cannot stand when I my one of my biggest pet peeves is when you overcook something. Yeah. Or when you don't, when you like, or you essentially, I guess it's the same thing. You destroy what it really is. I see what you're saying. You know what I, I mean? That, like yeah. a, a green bean should be like crunchy enough and have that nice like bounce texture mm. depending on how you like it of course everyone has their own specific taste but i've had some where it's like mush yeah and that's what green bean casserole to me is straight up mush but also you're like mixing it with cream uh, of mushroom soup so you're masking the flavor of the green bean right which is another thing where i'm like but why like, and a lot of times it's all canned yes I don't understand canned foods. Well, black people don't really do canned food. Neither do Asian people. Like, uh, we don't no. do canned food no. like that. No. You don't can Not canned foods, like, straight up from the can to the plate. Mm-mm. Like, people, like, Americans will open up a canned beans, yeah. pop it in the microwave, and eat that for dinner. And I and I just, I'm, like, horrified. Yeah. Vegetables from a can sounds so wrong to me. So wrong. Definitely. We've, Definitely. Coined, we've coined this term in my house. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. Here we my, go. Denise, my brother's girl girlfriend she says we have this it could be like a a, a bad thing in certain areas or a good thing however you see it we call it bougie mouth (laughs) i like that tell me more where where we've been so spoiled or um have such exposure to such high quality um well-developed lots of love lots of care lots of um Lots of time into into buying, into picking, into cooking, mm-hmm. and lots of education in foods. That now, when we have something that's not up to that level, uh. we get bougie about it because it's like um, the, these vegetables are cooked wrong. These vegetables aren't supposed to be cooked this way. Uh, you know, Jackie, that would be a, a show T-shirt. <laughs> that will be a bougie show mouth T-shirt. It's so good if because artist, it perfectly describes. Right? No, totally. Right? Yeah. If you are an artist listening to this show and you have, like, a vision for what Bougie Mouth looks like, shoot it to us. Please because do. Because this has got to be a black and yellow show t-shirt. It's for sure. so good. It's awesome. I straight up, well, well, the other day, my brother and I were complaining about something not being cooked well, and I was like, damn it, Bougie Mouth. But that's legit, though. I get that. I yeah, and of- I can't, like, I just, I can't, I can't, I just can't hide it. No. Like, I can't. Well, once you know the once you know the good, once you've seen the light, it's hard to go back to it the darkness. It really is. My boyfriend and I eat a lot of ethnic cuisine, and mm-hmm. one thing that I, that I always notice no matter where we are there's always a cluster of Asian people eating ethnic good cuisine uh-huh, no uh-huh. matter where no we matter go what. and I think it is there is a, a culture of appreciation for food that you guys have but oh yeah also the the yearn to explore another frontier of food mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah. and I think that and, and a willingness to be adventurous with the oh, food that you eat totally which I think is really dope because that's yeah. definitely where my American palate falls short right like, I'm not so, I'm kind of adventurous with dining but it has to be within the parameters that I can understand oh Whereas like I, you won't just eat something if you don't know what it is right like if someone would just be like eat it you'd be like wait no. a minute I right. see I got to ask you 20 questions first. Like, I'm not adventurous like that. I see. I've got a handful of Asian female friends who are like, I'll eat it. Always hungry, and they will always eat oh, yeah, it. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that sounds really... I don't mean that in a sexual way. I mean that in, a, like, a, a, a badass... Right. Like, I'm willing yeah. to try this yeah. new... I mean, but if you think about it, like, endeavor. if you grow up eating, like, chicken feet and, like, pig's heart and, like, cow's tongue, you know? Like, I know your face right now. <laughs> Like, if you grow up already at, like, five and six and seven with that, anything else that's going to come at you, it's, like, it's it, there is you already have 
um, you know, it's almost like you've you've done the school of exotic foods. Got it. So that okay. muscle is already trained. It's not something that we have to question or think about. It's like, yeah, I was eating like pig's ears when I was five. So if you're going to hand me something else that's like a, a quote unquote weird to other people, to me, it's not, you know, because it's like. I'm having a revelation. Like that's that all makes total sense. Yeah, and I had never thought about. Yeah, that like before, we ever. like we're forced to eat like fish eyeballs and like fish cheeks. Like we call it brain food, like superfoods. You know, like young. Like you, there's just no question. It's just in the culture. It's like here it is, and you eat it. You don't ever question. It. Think about it when you're young, and they and and someone puts that. In, you don't know anything. Right. You don't know that that's weird. You don't know that that's wrong. You don't know that it's that it's bad. Not that any of that it really is. Right. But we. Americans grew up eating like chicken nuggets and like fillets <laughs> and you're like um so you've never like had to pick fish bone out of your mouth ah, you know yeah. like so so it's a very different type of growing up already so when we're adults we're like up for it because we have training in that we've graduated from the school of mysterious meats and <laughs> and like you know like so if you like it's very fascinating no it's totally fascinating and I want to how do I teach my future child you, that. like what how, what is i think what's that i think you're doing the right thing which is in order to like teach is to already be it Got you it. know because yeah. your kids are your well you don't have kids but when you do or if you do they're smart they're smart they'll, they'll know that hey if mom's giving me this but she's not eating it why am i gonna eat it part of them is gonna know so if you start right now by like starting to like expand and start giving these foods to your kids young mm-hmm. they won't know that it's like thai food they won't know that it's like green curry or whatever sushi. this sushi they won't know they just know that it's food and that mom is telling me to eat it right and then when they grow up they're like wow i like i'm i i, I love sushi you know where some yeah. kids are like i've never had raw fish and it's like because your parents never had raw fish so you see how like the trickle down effect is totally. it's very it's, 100%. it's, it's real. <laughs> I want to find the school of mysterious me. Like, where is that school? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> um, where were we? I have to refer to my notes. Oh I'm, yes. I'm so what else? Th- what what else does your family make? Okay. So while we're talking side dishes, uh-huh. we've talked the mac. We've talked greens. When I say greens, I mean collard greens. Mm, I love collard greens. You gotta have the collard greens. You gotta have the green beans. You've also got to have dressing oh yeah what is that white people eat stuffing <sighs> black people eat dressing okay tell me about white dressing. people eat a white bread base with like peas and carrots or Listen, whatever i don't i have I don't no idea know. i've never eaten stuffing i've only ever eaten dressing the buttery cornbready goodness oh, that black yes. folks make Ooh. will change your life powerful enough for behavioral change wow. that is how good <laughs> that is how good dressing is um i, love it. I can there's an article on uh, a blog that I read called Very Smart Brothers. Okay. And the, the 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 owner of that blog uh, does a great job of talking about the difference between stuffing and dressing and how stuffing is the things that is the thing that white people make and it's like the the obligatory side dish for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Black folks make dressing. We would eat dressing every day if we could cuz it is just that good. Do you stuff the turkey with that? Uh, my mom does one stuffed in and a pan side. off to the side. So yeah. essentially, it's like it's like an it's like an awesome cornbread. Yes, but there's also like sautéed onions and garlic Bacon? and. I don't think my 
Amazon puts bacon in mm. it, but I think you could. Mm. But essentially, it's that like stuff that we. I love cornbread. It's delicious. Yeah, we don't in in terms of our dinner, we don't necessarily use it as a, a side bread. Oh, I see. It's like a, it's it, that's it's the part base of, for our yeah, dressing. It's part of the. Oh, I see. Okay. So that that's the like white bread. Like white people use white bread to make stuffing. We use cornbread right. to make ours. I know that right. some people might be like, oh, I roll. How unhealthy. And we're like, yeah, I roll. We don't really care. Right. It's delicious. <laughs> um, another difference that I've noticed is white people start off Thanksgiving dinner with some sort of salad. Some sort of like little something like that. Some sort of boring ass iceberg lettuce with like bottled like I never understand buying like dressing why or ranch mm -hmm. you know like I get I mean sure buy ranch if you can't make it but most of the time they don't even make their salads. We don't have salad at Thanksgiving. That's so bizarre. My I didn't really notice that I didn't notice that that was a thing. And technically if you want to think about like seasonally and um like not bodily but i guess like for your body when it's cold you're not supposed to be eating like raw veggies i've heard that know? before and yeah salad isn't in that's the thing i hate about i can say that with passion i hate about americans is that they love salad and you're not supposed to be eating salad year round if you think about your body constitution here i am naturalista i'm go coming for it, in go for it. Here if, you she think goes, about, guys. if you think about your body constitution and the way seasons are with vegetables you lettuce doesn't grow it's not supposed to grow in the fall it's a summer thing you know like you don't eat lettuce in the cold you don't eat raw things for your body and that whole like raw juicing thing like it's anyways so <laughs> i have a lot of opinions on this um you know because americans don't know how to really eat vegetables you think about it brussels sprouts and maybe some green beans and kale fucking kale everything i do think that we right i do think our culture we do exist in this holding pattern of like eat your vegetables, but if it's hard for you to eat them in its raw state, mask them with other flavors exactly. to not know that it's vegetables. Yeah. Trick your kids. Always trick your kids. Yeah, trick your kids. To I eat never vegetables understood that. As opposed to like getting amalgamated to the vegetables' natural taste. Yeah, or like actually probably cook it well so they right. actually like it. Totally. You know. No, definitely. So yeah, I don't understand this whole salad thing. It's it's it's. It, I mean. If you like salad, eat your salad. Um, but, you know, a lot of time and it's like chunky and there's like huge chunks of like bell peppers and red onions and the lettuce is big. And it's usually iceberg, which <laughs> iceberg has no nutritional value whatsoever. <laughs> You're literally eating crunchy water. That's what I like to call it. Um, I'll stop. Yeah. Uh, oh so no. salad. You're fine. I was going to say I, I didn't realize that not having a salad at my Thanksgiving was weird until my boyfriend pointed it out. And I was like, oh, where you're supposed to have salad at Thanksgiving, we have gumbo, which gumbo is Ooh, a gumbo. delicious seafood it's like a broth soup. Stew. Yes, yeah, it's like a broth stew stew soup from New Orleans. Yes, and in 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 my individual family home, this is not necessarily a blanket statement for all Black Thanksgivings. That gumbo is just as important as the mac and cheese. Okay. Like, those two things we have to have in yeah. the Webster household. Hardy, man. And it's always the same woman that makes it. My Aunt Charmaine, she has her gumbo pot. You are not to ever take the lid off the gumbo pot. Never. Don't stir her gumbo. Do not serve yourself out of her gumbo pot. That gumbo pot is her business and her business alone. Wow. And when she packs up that gumbo to go... 
it comes with instructions. <gasps> Instruction number one, you can't seal it because then the gumbo will spoil. You got to let it breathe. Interesting. Listen, <laughs> gumbo, delicious. Mm-hmm. It is a gut punch to your stomach. Mm-hmm. Like It is so delicious. But it's again, so like, I know white people don't have gumbo. I know that they have salad. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like, as I'm rattling off my Thanksgiving dinner items, I'm realizing exactly how black I feel around this time <laughs> of year. I do. No, seriously. Because like, I'll go on with my dinner in a second. But like, the dinner offerings for me are super black and super southern. And then come next month, my family celebrates Christmas and Kwanzaa. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, and, we, and we can get into Kwanzaa at a, at a, a later episode. Sure. But I really feel super black around yeah, this time yeah, of year. Yeah. Because I don't feel like any of my family's traditions are are like uh, gentrified. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's very specific. Yeah. like I, And especially when... Come this time of year, generally, you know, you're bombarded with advertisement. You're bombarded yeah. with everything Thanksgiving and Halloween and your friends and everything on in the restaurants. And it's all very white. Yeah, you're bombarded with the idea you know? of what Thanksgiving should be. Yeah. And I take immense pride in my family's Thanksgiving because gentrification hasn't happened to the Webster family. Right. And I'm really grateful for that. Like that doesn't pumpkin happen. Pumpkin spice, everything. We don't fuck with pumpkin. Black people don't do pumpkin. We are yam. Sweet potato people. Oh, I see. Yeah, we don't do pumpkin yeah. pie, and 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 pumpkin pie is like the texture is horrible. It's like mush, and then a lot of times they don't even make the pumpkin pie; they buy the pumpkin pie. You know, I've been to a lot of white people's Thanksgivings where they like buy foods. Like, like they'll be yes. like, yay, okay, so dinner's done. And then they're like, okay, time for dessert. And then I see them, like, take out these pies from these boxes. And I I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, how cool. So you guys made these pies, and then you had your own box to put it in or something? Like, how, like, professional. And then it hit me. This was me, like, being young. This was when I was young. Oh, and got I was it. Like, I was just like, last like, year. Like, I know, no. <laughs> you don't know? Dumb, 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 <laughs> dumb girl. Um, no, uh, this was me at 10 years old thinking, that's so cool. They have their own pie boxes. And then, like, cutting the pie and then seeing, you know, like, Marie Calendars mm-hmm. on the bottom and me going, you bought a pie? Yeah. For dessert for Thanksgiving, the easiest pie to make in the entire world. Yeah, it's really difficult for me to wrap the idea, to wrap my mind around the idea of buying your Thanksgiving dinner. That it, I mean, like that, that's a really difficult. I I don't understand why, why you would do that. Why even celebrate? I'd rather than like make a pizza at home from scratch and then just all sit around and enjoy their homemade pizza. The whole point is to make and to eat together as a family, as this thing of celebration and cooking mm-hmm. together. But then I guess that's a direct reflection to show that the American culture doesn't have a strong um, food cuisine culture because like a food identity yeah because they don't cook yeah enough enough yeah i think there are a lot of americans out there that do that's why yes. we have an undercurrent of the foodie culture definitely but but when you see examples like that it, it, it is a slight reflection of like there are families who don't cook enough and therefore when it's time to actually 
I guess cook. They don't cook, so yeah. wh- why not just buy? Which I get completely. It's easier. You've got the you've got the money. You don't want to deal with the hassle. You're busy. You know. Yeah. Maybe you have a smaller family, so there's no need to. Right, because there's a, a huge there's thing. also the contingent of people that go out and dine for Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. Which is another thing that I I guess I kind of understand that one a little bit more than buying Thanksgiving dinner from the perspective of if you are living in a place where maybe you don't have a ton of family, maybe it's just your you, your mother, your father, maybe yeah. a, another sibling. Yeah. Maybe or grandma, and your maybe house not. Is small, yeah. Something like that. I, I get it. If you don't have to to, to pull out all the stops and like yeah. decorate right. and make it a takes, huge meal. It takes a lot and it's really stressful actually. Yeah, I, I understand being like, no honey, we are going over here. We have yeah. a reservation at seven. Yeah. Look cute. They're going to do the cooking and they're going to do the cleaning. Yeah. I actually understand that a lot more than buying it, than buying your Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I could see an argument being, well, I don't want to spend all night in the kitchen. You know, I want to be out there with my family. I want to be out there with my friends and and I understand that and I get that. I'm not hating on that, but I don't know. It's hard for me to 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 think yeah. about Thanksgiving. I mean, I think I, being I, takeout. Right. I, I just have to show a little bit more compassion and think about what it's like to be in their shoes. It's just it's hard because I've I've grown up in in I've I've grown up around cooking my entire life. You yeah. know, the kitchen's been the center of the household. It's a place that I'm very comfortable in. I'm not afraid of fire or sharp <laughs> things. Like it's 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 homey for me, you know? Nice. So so for for someone's home to have a very like sterile kitchen makes me feel mm-hmm. very um like not like I don't feel comfortable necessarily. I thought about the concept of a sterile kitchen yeah. in that regard. I know. Like it's a sterile kitchen, clean, yes, but yes. a sterile kitchen, like not used. lived in and used. Yeah, there's, I've never there's, thought about that. There's no life, you know, like an empty fridge. It's very, and I've been in those places and I've seen that, and it's just very kind of sad and, and, and also just realizing like how I've grown up and that people haven't grown up that way and it allows me to, it's just it's it's just a shift in perspective mm-hmm. but that that a sterile kitchen I can feel I can feel when a house when you know they always say the kitchen is the heart of the house I can feel just walking into a home when the kitchen is not the heart of the home mm-hmm. and it, it it affects me kind of unconsciously of like yeah, like all right, these that's just not how they live, and and so I I sometimes have a like, it's very funny to like walk through these like walk through these homes and then walk in the kitchen and just know that this kitchen hasn't been used to its fullest potential. Got it. Yeah, I so. wonder if there's a correlation between an an unused kitchen and maybe the the family. Yeah, dynamic. dynamic. Totally. I I one thousand percent. I wonder how one would Google that, but I, I want to now Google it. I want to be I... like a fly on the wall, or like yeah. or like talk to the kids, or just watch the family interact. Yeah, you know, for the, sure. The closest, in, the closeness in relationships, like because so much of family and f- life is surrounded in the kitchen and cooking. Like kitchen or food, at mm-hmm. least, really binds people together. Mm-hmm. It's a form of love. It's a form of affection. It's it's so much that that when. You know, you do get people who buy or, or go eat out. It, it's it's interesting to observe, like, how modern society has kind of lost a little bit of that, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think I'm, I'm really glad that there is now this whole, like, crazy, like, foodie wave and that people are trying new things and there's a lot of fusion and it's almost like igniting that a little bit yeah. more so I'm really grateful but for a while you know technology coming in people going to the city to work people yeah. really being busy not really having time at home changes a lot of that dynamic definitely for um, sure you know so I know I would encourage people to if you're so if you're really really busy and you can't cook every day that's fine but at least pick one day 
to cook for yourself or cook at home and create a sort of tradition or um, you know a, a little thing to just to just have fun with even if it's just like baking cookies I hear you that you know like something small because I, I don't I, it's, I don't think it's going away ever really but I think it just there needs to be a level of awareness on that especially in the direction that we're headed now for sure you know? definitely I think we also are a culture that prides itself on convenience being able to yeah, really gratification yeah being able to control what you want and get what you want at the the click of a button totally postmates uber eats right but also that. i think that we we pride ourselves on like clever life hacks <laughs> yeah. clever kitchen hacks <laughs> totally and i don't think thanksgiving dinner is the place for a no. clever kitchen hack you 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 got you nailed it yeah not at all but i also c- come from a family that has a very strong rich thanksgiving tradition where Thanksgiving dinner takes a long time to it make. It does. And you're you up in the morning and you're yeah. and you you're in the kitchen till night. Yeah, I wake up early, make my Thanksgiving desserts because that's always my responsibility. Uh, but ooh, like, what do you make? I make a pumpkin butter bar with ooh. like cream cheese. It's like a cream cheese butter pumpkin based. Oh my dessert. god, that sounds so good. <laughs> with a yellow cake crust, it is very very fattening. It is very oh indulgent. It is very delicious. Save me a bar. It's, you know, I actually will save you a bar. Okay. It's delicious. Um, and that's the most amount of pumpkin that we have at my Thanksgiving. Uh-huh, if uh-huh. it weren't for me making those pumpkin bars, my pumpkin family wouldn't have that. Because like I said earlier, like, black yams. people fuck with yams. Yeah. We were about we the sweet yams. potato pie life. Right. Oh, Ooh, my goodness. Well, that's what we're about. And like, you must have some sort of yam side dish. Yeah, right. Candied yams, mm-hmm. sweet potato casserole, mm. whatever. Like now, that's a casserole we fuck with. Mm-hmm. That's one that makes sense. Um, <laughs> You're getting real black up in here. I love it. Us. This green bean bullshit. <laughs> y'all been sold on some lies. Like that is a lie. Get with the sweet potato casserole. Or my mom, who in in this arena, Maggie is very much like you, Jackie. She prides herself on being a naturalista of Good. the sweet potatoes. I'm glad. She steams them. Uh-huh. She takes them out of their skin, puts mm. a little bit of cinnamon and nutmeg and mm-hmm. OJ, a little bit of butter, and just mixes mm. it all up, and that's it. Good. So, But I mean, all that to say, like, yeah, pumpkin, we don't really do pumpkin, and we mm. certainly don't do pumpkin pie. Like, note to anyone going to a black Thanksgiving, never bring a pumpkin pie. You ain't going to get your pie. pumpkin pie. Yeah, don't get pumpkin pie. If anything, like, get a sweet potato pie mm. or a pecan pie. Yeah, oh, I love pecan. We'll get down with that. Mm. Um, I think the last biggest difference is the, the bread that we eat on Thanksgiving. I think white people have rolls, like just like yeah. standard yeah, dinner yeah. rolls. We have monkey bread. Ooh. That's our that's our dinner roll, and it's remind me monkey bread's like a mix. It's like egg added like ingredients like cheese. So and- oh well, I guess that it can be a savory monkey bread, but we do a sweet the sweet traditional one. So it's just like balls of dough that have been dipped in a mixture of cinnamon? butter, cinnamon, sugar, oh nutmeg, God. and then you put a, put the individual in bleh, you put the individual pieces in a bunt pan uh-huh. and you bake it. So I you see. pull it apart. Oh, right, 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 and right, right. eat it. Like monkeys. Yeah. Um, but that's our traditional, like, dinner side. That we don't do so bread and rolls. Right, 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 right. So as you can see, like, everything is just laden with flavor. Yeah, yeah. In a black house. Yeah, and hours of dedication and love. Right. You know, like, that's the key, I think. Definitely. But I have a question for you, Jackie. Mm. What the fuck do Asian people do on Thanksgiving? Oh, Asian people... 
because I realized eat that- Asian food. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Got it. Yeah. Growing up, um, as I got older, my my, my more Americanized cousins, um, she would do like a green beans, kind of like the way you do it, some garlic, um, sautéed with some butter or oil. Like civilized um, people. Yeah. Right. Um, still super country. Uh, <laughs> country. Crunchy. <laughs> Different. Uh, one letter. It's fresh. It's still bright it and vibrant. She, she would make rolls, but she would make like garlic herb rolls they were so good really dense um yeah no my family we when i was little i'd go to like my aunt's house and we would have like noodles and dumplings and like like hot spicy shrimp and you had to peel them with your hands like massive jumbo shrimp with like chilies and garlic we had fried rice we had like chinese food and like occasionally something American would pop up, you know, like a prime rib or like we go like hard. But I fuck with that. Like I like that because I realize that Thanksgiving is an American tradition. It's not necessarily steeped in Asian values. Not at all. That's what we don't, we don't, we've never, I never grew up really celebrating holidays, you know? Right. It was just like everyone's eating, all the kids have school off, all the parents are, might as well get together and have a party. Mm -hmm. It's more to party and not really for Thanksgiving. Right. Um, but, you know, my mom never made turkey. I think she made turkey once, like a smaller turkey. But we had, like, prime rib. We had mac and cheese. We had, like... Y'all pull out all yeah, the stuff. Yeah. No, it was really yeah. funny to see, like... I remember one day I did, like, double Thanksgiving. I went to, like, an American Thanksgiving. And then I went to my Thanksgiving. Back to back? Back to back. Oh, like, so you could for really lunch. compare and contrast. I could compare. And let me tell you, the difference in quality and flavor... And I didn't want to be, like, bougie at all, but I... I I felt like like my Thanksgiving was was up there, and 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 the person I was with could feel too. I, I remember it. them like looking at my table and be like, "Damn, yeah, this is what you eat for Thanksgiving." Right. And I was like, "Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what we eat." You know, like yeah. it's some good stuff, good ingredients, lots of preparation, lots and it of time. feels like the food never stops. It never stops. That is a tenant, yeah. of Asian hosting and food. It right? never stops. Whereas, like, white people Thanksgiving, they run out. They're like, oh, sorry, we ran out. Whereas, I I feel like anytime I dine at an Asian friend's house, I never hear that. Yeah. Yeah, There's always more food. Always. You'll never go hungry. Always. And I've been to some people's, like, houses, like, white people, and left and been, like, still hungry. Like, growing up. That's not good. Not at all. There's one day where you should never leave hungry. It is that day. Right? Hmm. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, we eat a lot of really good food. Kind of the same foods. Um, I'd say, like, now as uh, Asian Americans and with immigrant parents, and if they have some sort of blended family, if they have half white, half Asian kids, or half Latin, you know, it starts to become a lot more mixed on our end. Right. Um, But we still eat really good food. And... There's always a lot of food, like you said. You'll never go hungry. Yeah. And it's no. always, it, and, and I think more and more it's going to become more of a blend. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like Thanksgiving. It's just, it's just more of an excuse to wear sweatpants. Oh, you wear sweatpants. I get dressed. My family gets dressed. Oh, really? You get dressed. Well, because we usually host it. So I'll wear, I'll wear like dirty clothes. Okay. Like, because I'll get dirty the whole day. Right. And then right before guests come, I'll like, 
you know, I'll change and yeah. I'll get a little like I'll I'll I know, I'll I'll freshen up, but um That's my mom too. Yeah. Cuz yeah. there's no point in getting all nice and then and then cooking know, and getting yeah. in the all the But but the I will still wear like some really nice stretchy pants. Okay. Get it, girl. Cuz um cuz I like to eat. See, I wear a dress so that there's nothing like oh, holding me there. Oh, you're smart. Yeah. It's always a dress for me on Thanksgiving, never a jumpsuit. Always a dress, never a skirt. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm going to overeat. And, like, there's nothing attractive about, like, a girl or anyone, really, like, unbuttoning laying back and unbuttoning their pants. <laughs> like, there's nothing attractive. There's no attractive way to Been do that. Been there and done that so many times. Uh, me too. But, like, <laughs> now I, like, I'm 31 years old. I know better. Yeah. I can't get away with that behavior anymore. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, anyways, guys, that's <laughs> this is what we eat. We've been hating on some white Thanksgiving. Yeah, we have. We had to because we've lived it. Um, if you are listening to this and you have had the same experiences, we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. If you are listening to this and you are going to go to a white Thanksgiving, bring something from your house that you make sure you can eat. <laughs> um, or, if you're going you to know, a black Thanksgiving, don't bring pumpkin pie. Right. Always bring a sweet potato pie. Or a monkey bread. If you really want to like, if you really want the good brownie points with like that hard to impress auntie, uh-huh. you find a good monkey bread and you bring it. Nice. Just, I'm just saying. Nice. I like that. But All either right. way, happy fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy your family. Don't get too stressed out about mm-hmm. it all. Just take it all in. Be grateful for the loved ones and people that are in your family. And uh, be safe. Yeah, love, for sure. Love, this episode was produced by Christian Hughes at Zeitheist. You can find us on the gram at Black and Yellow Podcast, or you can find us individually. I'm Alana Webster at Black and, Ye- at Black and I'm Yellow. I'm Alana Webster at Renegade of Fun. I'm Jacqueline Chung Young on the gram. Uh, and have a good one, you guys. Hashtag bougie mouth. <laughs>